0: Find a
1: location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: I'm ready to go whenever. I'm waiting on an angel. Waiting. Remember Ben Harper? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Saw Ben Harper a few years ago, I remember. I saw him at Polo Noir. What is that? It was an event. uh, It happened out in West Lynn. It was like a polo match. They built a polo ground. (laughs) They had a polo match, and it was like a bunch of wineries, and there was a bunch of wine there, and they had a concert. And mm. one
2: of the acts was Ben Harper. Was this all sponsored by the Bernard family? Oh, Walter Bernard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, like a, a polo polo event. It's polo such an Andy Bernard thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, such a, it was such a strange event and such wow. a weird place to see Ben Harper. Out of paper, out of stock, there's friendly faces around the block, break loose from the chains. That are causing you pain call Michael and Stanley Jim and Dwight Creed Call Annie and Kelly if your business paper needs or done the myth then the people purchase paper people done the myth then the people purchase paper people done the myth then the people purchase paper people
0: Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office
1: by fans of The Office. I'm your host and podcast intro interrupter, Edwin James.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do that. I'm so knocked off balance right now. This whole and show on. <laughs>
0: And I'm your host and nephew that you lost in a forest, Sean Roney.
1: And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward.
2: I made a resolution to floss, and I did it. 12.01, January 1st, bam, blood everywhere. You're uh, just going to somersault around for the rest of your life, and you know what's going to be on your tombstone? Loser.
1: <laughs> My tombstone's already made, thank you.
0: <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week uh, w- we are at our um, Ryan's cool retreat. This is our third little podcast retreat. Uh, yeah, welcome just, guys. Yeah. Welcome. Just outside of uh, Portland, we're staying at Beacon Hills uh, Winery and Vineyard. Just, uh, there's an Airbnb out here, and
2: yeah, we actually. So for listeners, we we did we did COVID testing. We did some isolation Isolating, before we yeah. came out here. We don't want people to mm-hmm. to to worry about us in that way, but. We rented this place as an Airbnb to come record the show. And to work on the and show. And to work on the show. And, show, and, and, yeah, and yeah. it turns out it's like on a winery. And so out of the window here, we can see that the tasting room and the hills are behind us. and uh, It's, it's really, really nice. Quite beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, Great place to get
1: some work done.
2: I know. We feel mm-hmm. very fancy, but uh, yeah. this, is, this is nice. So <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Beacon it Hill It feels
1: winery. very Andy uh, Bernard family. Very
2: ah, Andy Bernard. Yes. Yeah.
0: should have a garden party out Walter here Bernard sometime. Walter Bernard Hill yeah. behind well, us. It's not so rainy and... <laughs>
2: Foggy. This is actually this is a great garden party venue. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we're in the servants' quarters, though. <laughs> Most definitely, that's, that's the master house over there. Yeah, ah. look at it. Well, ah.
0: uh, well, yeah, we'll have some um, fun in the conference room with uh, the fact that we're staying here, um, and uh, later, and we'll uh, we'll have some would you rather, some listener questions uh, to finish off the show. But today's main topic is season seven. Michael Scott. So when we came here this weekend, uh, as we work, we're watching season seven and we wanted to do a season seven episode, but we were kind of talking about how we've covered a lot of stuff in season seven already, like the search committee episodes and the D'Angelo arc and
2: Dwight K. Schrute. Uh, Dwight is a manager. Right, right. We, ta- we just talked about Holly Flax the other day.
1: We, uh, we, we, Season 7 is the next season if we're going to do seasonal overviews in the way that we have in previous episodes. But uh, like you said, so many of these topics that we've talked about pretty recently, Holly specifically, mm-hmm. uh, the D'Angelo arc specifically, we did the search committee... Uh, as one of the episodes from Ryan's Cool Retreat from a year and a half ago, I think. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And as we were talking about what we wanted to focus on and what our takeaways were from the season, so much of season seven is about Michael, we decided, why don't we just focus on Michael in season seven? The other funny thing about Michael is he's such, his presence is so big throughout the show, it's really hard for us to do like one character episode on Michael Scott as a profile.
0: Yeah, I don't think we ever will. We did Michael
1: in love. Right and now, yeah, we did, yeah, which was a two-parter. Yeah, so we, we, yeah, we just wanted to focus on Michael in this season because so much of it focuses on his growth and development as Steve Croix, the show. Yeah, they, yeah,
0: they knew that he was leaving, and so like as you look back on, as you watch the whole season and just look back on his growth in particular, it's they were really trying to check box. uh, they got to check a box off every episode. Mm-hmm. We got to get there. We got to get to a yeah. point where you know he's going to be okay mm-hmm. leaving, you know, moving away and and being with Holly. We
2: need to see that he's grown in all these different areas of his life yeah. before he leaves so that he, we have a nice positive yeah. American resolution to the show as opposed to <laughs> yes. like how they would do this in the yeah. BBC which doesn't end this way for yeah. David Brent. We but,
0: don't. we're not scared for Holly when
2: yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. they, mm-hmm. when they but the whole, all Get season me. seven is just kind of a long runway for Michael Scott. Totally. Uh, and then he takes off in the plane off that runway. I think uh, too... by Michael. Season, Which, oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, just uh, just quickly too. That's the other thing about season seven is like, we're going to need to do a whole episode on Good by Michael at some point. We're yeah, going to need definitely. to do... Like there's so many other big beats that happen. Oh, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, go ahead. I, I think season seven
1: is, is blocked off in such a way that it'll, it, it is really just allows that, that Michael character development arc to be the focus of the season without... So many other things in the way. A lot of the other seasons have all sorts of different plot lines and different things thrown in. Like thinking of Dwight and Angela and, and, and Andy and the, or the Michael Scott Paper Company mm-hmm. or the branch mergers or whatever it is. This uh, this season does season seven doesn't really have that kind of influence. Saber is the is the corporate force, I guess, or the the parent company, but they don't have a ton of influence on season seven as a whole. Yeah, uh, everything's pretty Yeah.
0: Everything's running pretty smoothly, mm-hmm. corporate-wise.
1: Robert California comes in right after. Uh, the company gets bought in season six by Saber. So
2: it's this real unique sweet spot where this season can be really uniquely shaped. Well, Even Dwight, like Dwight's plot throughout season seven is he much... He doesn't have much. He's much more in the passenger seat than he is in mm-hmm. other seasons. I mean, oh, big cause time. Because his, his romance with Angela is pretty dormant because she's with the senator Yeah, for the season. Uh, and,
0: over and done with, Yeah, um, And
2: so he's just sort of a side character this whole time. Jim and Pam are, you know, doing their thing. So yeah,
0: everything's good with Jim and Pam. It's Dwight. Ryan Light. and
2: Kelly are doing great. Mm-hmm. Creed's doing great. Married and then divorced, Ryan and Kelly. Meredith will yeah. right. do okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, like if you think back too, to, like the end of season six, uh, that's where you've got Michael on the plane with Joe Bennett talking about bringing Holly are back. going to kill me? Yeah. And I think that that might be the end of any tension between Joe and Michael too. So like, it feels like you kind of get this cathartic thing at the end of season six. It's like, all right, we don't have to worry about them anymore. Joe likes Michael. Yeah. And Scranton
2: seems safe. They're like, we have most of a season to say goodbye to Steve Carell as Michael Scott. So let's, let's focus on that. That's what season seven is about. Yep. Is addressing every point of his personality of like, is he ready to leave the show? Right. Mm -hmm. So let's start with Michael in season seven. The first episode is nepotism Mm -hmm. where, uh,
1: And I guess, why don't we just go quickly through the episodes and talk about how these different areas that uh, Michael shows growth. I mean, we talk about nepotism, how Michael is kind of bringing in his family for the first time. Yeah, he makes a bad hire, and it's his family. I mean, I guess it's not the first time. He talks to uh, his grandma for Nana for the investment club. (laughs) And his mom is on the phone at one point. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. but. This is the first time Mom, I'm family- getting married. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always say that? Uh, but they bring Luke in, and Luke, right. does, and Luke is a terrible uh, employee.
0: Right, his half-sister's son, who he lo- lost in a forest On once. the day that
1: Ace Ventura 2 came out. <laughs> so, yeah, 95. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, it, there is some growth here in that he wants everyone to, like uh luke but then of course uh realizes that luke is just a not a good employee and so he uh spanks him in front of everyone
2: (laughs) yeah it's like luke is almost a stand-in for his kid and he wants he wants the office to like his family i don't
0: know so like yeah i'm trying to think about what that really means if you want to boil it down to what that what check like what box we're checking with that
1: well so i don't know that this episode is about a specific a specific area of michael's personality so much as it is the catalyst that gets him into counseling with toby yes and it is uh that bad hiring decision is redeemed by a good hiring decision with uh the sting yeah so Uh, i don't think that this episode per se is like Michael spanking his nephew in front of everyone this isn't necessarily Doesn't seem like, like a, a big <laughs> op, like a big aha moment or uh, personal growth. He's really grown, but yeah. it sets up counseling and these other things. So because I think counseling is one of the big catalysts where Michael goes into therapy with Toby of all people for the first right. time. <laughs> uh, it's like a,
2: it's a two part like we, yeah. yeah we set up the needs, his need for counseling. Yes, he does get respect from his employees for the move. That's, That's
1: true. Texas justice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, I think that that's a good point. He gets respect from the office. Yeah. Texas justice. I love Philly. <laughs> Dirty town. Dirty <laughs> town.
1: Would you like to get a cocktail? and when... go out for a little dancing. We had that episode on as Beautiful soon as... day St- now. <laughs> as soon as Stanley said Texas justice, Alex and I looked at each other, we were like, that's a that's drop. It's a, <laughs> <That's> a drop. <laughs> Add that one to the board. It's really yeah. easy to miss, too. Yeah. But
0: I guess, the, yeah, there you go. That's like he earns, <laughs> he earns Stanley... Stanley's respect in particular. Right. Yeah, and Somebody Kevin's like, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Not that he needs Kevin's respect, but Yeah, but uh, Mr.
0: Did I Stutter even likes it. So that's though. cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. So
0: yes, as you were saying, this launches us into Counseling Episode Two. Um where we get uh Michael needs to be needs to go through counseling with Toby. Um and uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> The way that Toby is able to get Michael to kind of drop his his stone face at the beginning of the episode yeah. and Finally, just kind of open up to him. And granted, it takes a lot.
2: It it's, is a time. It's, it's a yeah. lot.
1: It's Michael trying to do his time, mm-hmm. and then Toby tricking him to playing games, and then Michael
2: figuring it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. And that's like <laughs> part of this. We've talked about this episode before, that this is like really the only time we hear Michael talk about his past, other than seeing the Ring Bearer video, mm-hmm. but we, or in Fundle Bundle. Like, yes. We actually see Michael talk about his family, talk about Jeff. A little bit. And it's the only real window we get into, like, Michael's uh, childhood and how that's made him into this, this man that he is. But the fact that he... I, the little story about Jeff respecting the manager of the baseball team, <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> like, it's a little hokey and, and kind of ham-fisted, but it's it's such a just great little crack into Michael Scott. And right. like Something that only works in this season, I feel like. like. Yes. It has to be at the end that we hear about the beginning. You know what I mean, mm. man? <laughs> Dude, radical. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I think too that Michael thinks so little of Toby that it's he
1: doesn't think that Toby is trying to set him up or trying to yeah. not trick him, but sort of conv- like um, what's the word? He's trying he's trying to get Michael to open up, uh, but uh, he he he's doing it very subtle, like with a lot of subtlety. Um, Michael doesn't catch on until pretty late. No.
2: And Yeah, he doesn't think Toby's like, he he, doesn't respect Toby at all enough to do his job. He is mad. He is so (laughs) mad. You son of a gun. Take two of these and call me in the morning. (laughs) Yes. Oops, that was was the button under thing. (laughs) Doctor drop. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the organ in the yeah, back of that one yeah. is, is jarring uh, <laughs> from christening
1: but yeah then they have to circle back because michael accidentally fills out the forms wrong he checks every, every he marks yeah, severe, severe including it, at risk for homicidal behavior
0: it is it, yeah michael just kind of like reacts like such a normal person to that just such a mature adult like he laughs at him, his own mistake and he says all right like why am i fighting this let's, let's, go let's knock just this out. let's, go, let's knock go knock this out,
2: out. yeah um and that, that, that does like for the rest of the season, it kind of, Michael feels like he has that tone after mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. And you're right. He is the most, the most immature response initially when Toby finally like gets him to talk and he's just like, I don't need you. Like, I don't need any help. And he's just like, <laughs> and your marriage. yeah. And it's like, it's really immature and yeah. really, really, really bad. But, uh, like you said, it, he quickly moves on and, uh, and that's, yeah, that sets up the whole season. How yeah. much weight do you give to
1: this counseling session as an influence for the rest of Michael's character development in the season. It kind of needs to happen from a plot perspective to get Michael to exit, mm. uh, I guess, gracefully at the yeah, end of the yeah. season. But how much weight do you give to Toby as the catalyst
0: for mm.
2: that? Not I'll, much. Well, <laughs> I was going to give him some credit. <laughs> I, a little bit, because like, it's not like Michael's opinion on Toby changes at all. Mm-hmm. You know, He still is trying to give him a rock at the end gives him his watch
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah there is a man it, it's so funny because this is the most clear-cut example of michael getting help it, you're right yeah and but it is only one day
2: as phyllis says like michael yeah. has a lot of issues and he's, he's, and he's stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's he help. certainly needs that therapy. that specific line really sets up the tone for season seven too mm-hmm. yeah because it's like okay like at this point We all know each other well enough. Mm -hmm. We can just start saying stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we get it later, too, with Kevin talking about not being a caricature, Mm -hmm. which is like it's like very self-aware. It's like, okay, I've become this in the show. (laughs) I love the theory that
1: Toby's counseling is the thing that kind of fixes Michael. Uh, It certainly gets him on the right track. but It does. But yeah, it's kind of a correlation causation thing. It is. He does knock the bird out of the nest a little bit in Mm
0: -hmm. that moment. And I think that, you know, uh, yeah, exactly like you guys are saying, we kind of need to see this at the beginning of the of the season so that we can it can kind of affect the rest of it because mm-hmm. I think that thinking about an episode like Threat Level Midnight specifically, where he has a moment where he realizes, like, oh, maybe I'm wrong in making this way more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe I do just need to laugh at myself. We're seeing
2: these things happen in the same episode right. with him mm-hmm. kind of conquering yeah. these demons he's had. Well,
1: mm-hmm. in the next episode after counseling is Andy's play. And I think that's that kind of works with Threat Level Midnight in that Michael... Never got a callback for Sweeney Todd, despite his audition of a full episode yeah. of Law and Order. And Which
0: Shelby Thomas Weems did enjoy.
1: Yeah, and I love that, the, the, um, I love that he says, if you come back in, in an audition with similar gusto, we will find a role for Michael Scott. It's such a positive
2: reinforcement. Yeah, why wasn't Michael just like, oh, yeah. nice. I, I was taking notes for season seven, and I wrote down, I just wrote, I believe Sonny Thomas Weems. I don't. I don't think he's saying that to like get out of confronting Sh- Sh- Michael Shelby Thomas. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Sonny. Shelby Thomas. <laughs> Weems. Uh, like in that moment, you can tell he's being very genuine. I think he's being. I think genuine, he's right? being totally yeah. legit. Of like that was the commitment was amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, you were really up there. You committed. Were really, <laughs> you really went for it. You were yeah. really on that stage. <laughs> well, you imagine it's a local theater. It's a local
1: theater company. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's adults. Like if if somebody's really passionate about it, I'm sure you could find something for, like role for them in some production. Yeah. Oh yeah. Somebody's going willing to put that much time and energy behind. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Performance. Absolutely. Um, but it kind of works with Michael's ambitions of being a star and being famous, right. um, and it's really different versus Andy's goal of being pursuing fame of any kind. Um, (laughs) Michael specifically sees himself as a leading man and he casts himself and writes himself as a leading man. And in this moment, he doesn't really get it. And I, I guess um, he doesn't show a ton of growth, yeah. Uh, he's booing the. He, well, he,
2: yeah, Daryl boo the way Daryl boos him, and he's like, didn't like that at all. You know, he doesn't like how it felt. <laughs> like he at least he at least realizes probably what it felt like for what yeah. him to do. And at the end of the day, he comes back and he helps lift Andy's spirits back up. Yeah, you know, with I, the whole group.
0: You see him, yeah, and you see him trying in that like in little ways early too that he didn't even want to go to the show, no. and then he's like, I am busy that night. I am going to see my friend in a play. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. he, yeah.
1: You think Little earlier steps. versions of Michael, specifically like season one, Michael, you think that that guy is so toxic, like you wouldn't try to help him. Mm-hmm. You know, no. Or you wouldn't give him, and the the rest of the ensemble in season seven is trying to pick up Michael.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Not a lot. I mean, he's still booing the guy at the end of the show. The, the weird, like, the way he covers his mouth. Like, Boo. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, I know you. You're the guy who booed me. But the playhouse is so small. You <laughs> yeah. You can just see it. I love that. That's that's such a Michael
0: expression, too, right after he boos, where he has, like, kind of like, he's got, like, the heavy eyelids, like, look where he's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And, <laughs> like, kind of just looks around. I don't know. He it's does it's, it's every almost now sheepish. And then. Like, he yeah, that's yeah. what he did. He's like,
2: What? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that, like, his whole experience at the Loose Group Playhouse, like, he he doesn't really put that idea to bed of him being a leading man. No, But you think, like... But it's part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. He's okay with it. Yeah. These
1: episodes, if even if they don't get, like, a very concrete, here's Michael growing in, in this particular way, we explore so many different areas of Michael's uh, truly expansive personality. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's nice to see it in little... I, I I'm glad that it's not every episode some big leap. Yeah forward because I feel like there's other shows like Parks and Rec that gets it really like there has to be some huge revelation for a character that has to be addressed in some whole conversation like at the climax of the episode and that's I appreciate that this is (laughs) a little more subtle than that
2: and I would I think I think Andy's play is almost a setup to threat level midnight in terms of Michael's creativity in this Mm. season because like Andy's play his ego gets bruised and he's okay with it. Yeah, basically, which is that's the growth from Michael there. And then by the time Threat Level Midnight comes around, it's like maybe his skin is a little thicker that he's eventually able to be like, you know what? This is funny. This is bad. Yeah, I'm okay with. Well,
0: yeah, I'm sure that he wanted he imagined the audience reaction from uh, Sweeney Todd for his movie, you know?
2: You gotta think that yeah. him yes. going to Andy's play is the reason he finishes Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm freaking. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go, go home and edit, and, yeah. and I'm gonna finish this yep. thing up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Well, let's move on to uh, episode four, Sex Ed. Right? So He comes in. He thinks he thinks he has a pimple. Um, Meredith says it's herpes. Uh, <laughs> for right a brief away. moment, it might be cancer, um, but Pam is <laughs> able <don't> to. We don't see <laughs> us head
2: <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Pam stops the Michael train. Yeah, yeah. Train.
0: Uh, but she's not able to f- stop the herpes and, and so Michael ends up revisiting all his former lovers Jan, Helene, Donna, Carol and he doesn't see Holly.
2: Oscar. Oscar
0: yes at the very end of the episode well, as the end tag and, yeah. Donna
1: and Holly are both on phone calls. Yeah, that's uh, yes, that's true. Um but yeah, we we do get to see Michael go through each of his relationships and we know that Michael is so he falls in love so quickly that to see him revisit all these relationships again and again and to realize that he doesn't hold on to those feelings for these women, uh, um, I guess people, who are throwing Oscar in there. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but he does feel that way about Holly. Right. Holly is the mm-hmm. only one that he jokes with, that he actually, is that the only person that's excited to hear from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a way, I think he's talking about Carol, and uh, they talk about when, you know, when they love each other. And Michael says, um, I, remember, I remember feeling that way at the time, and I remember saying that, but like, I can't imagine that feeling now. Yeah, so and he's like, now, yeah, he's, it seems moved, silly. he's moved past it. Yeah, yeah,
2: which is the same sentiment he gives after the open midnight. And yeah. it's like, now that I think about it, yeah, that's great. And he says that in counseling with Toby about uh, the uh, it's the story with the um, the dog, like, yeah, dogs don't think that yeah. way. Like, he dogs thought he found do a
1: kitty like better or something like that.
2: Yeah, he, and he's like, that sounds that's ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. now that I hear myself say right. it, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And uh, that's that's a theme throughout the whole season. That mm-hmm. happens again like, here for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he he sees Jan and realizes that he has no interest <laughs> in like really talking to her any longer. Yep. I mean, the I way mean, it ends, he just says, "I have herpes." I <laughs> yeah,
1: love that's the his way Jan yes. yes. yeah. eject. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. yeah, the eject button. On <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You might have
0: yeah. learn shapes or blocks. Or I have blocks herpes
2: or colors. I love Jan coming into that too. It's like, so Michael good. Scott, you were here for a post mortem. Yeah, she she is.
1: Like enthusiastic and doesn't break eye contact when she's very intense. Yeah, uh, Michael realizes you, yeah. this
0: is not what I want. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, exactly. I think, and this is actually uh, maybe the first mention of Holly in this season. Mm-hmm. We kind of, I like that it, we eased mm-hmm. into it because it really was a button on the end of six, season six, that he asked Joe to get Holly back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Yep. And then yep. we don't really talk about her for a few episodes. And then this one ends with him, you know, leaving the voicemail saying that he really misses her. <laughs> well, I mean, and
2: telling her that he has her piece,
0: <laughs> And telling her that well, he I mean, has her
1: Well, in the first call, they just joke around. And I love the way that they, it, when he talks, to, when Michael calls Donna, Dwight is standing there over his shoulder, as yeah. like mm-hmm. in his enforcer partner role. Right, right. And uh, when uh, he calls Holly, Dwight is seated across from him at the desk. And it makes the mm-hmm. call with Holly feel much more intimate between them. 'Cause you don't have Dwight looking over the
2: shoulder, uh, brushing his teeth with butter and clay. There's uh That's another ranking of scenes we could do is <laughs> Dwight behind Michael as Michael makes a call. There's so many. Yeah.
1: And then um you know, they they have that See, Michael and Holly joke about the car accident that killed a bunch of nuns. And yeah. Dwight is totally confused by this yeah. joking around. He yeah. does not they're they're both they're both playing off each other and, and uh continuing the joke and Dwight is not enjoying it at all. Which I think is something really funny that they have a sense of humor that they share together that a lot of mm. other people don't really. Yeah. yeah. Well, Twir-
0: he's, he says, uh, today I ended up seeing a lot of women that I used to date, and in my mind they were all great. And then when I actually saw them, it was mostly a freak show. <laughs> 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 and you and me, <laughs> and you and me, that must, that must have been a real train wreck. And then he stops and he says, you know what, Holly? You're, you're wrong. You are wrong. I remember every second of us and talking to them today. I don't feel for them anything like I feel for you. I didn't joke with any of them. I joked with you. You are the only one who was actually happy to hear from me mm. and I don't know why you downgraded what we had, but I did not make us up. Okay. Oh wait,
2: and you should talk to a doctor because you might have herpes by. <laughs> <laughs> and he references this call later yeah before proposing to holly yeah and he's like this is where i called you and told you that i loved you and you were wrong and that you might have herpes (laughs) then we get the resolution to this joke that it was lucky wrong about both ingrown hair yeah i i love too that
1: when he goes to see helene he approaches the wrong woman yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then uh he does see helene and remember me And uh, (laughs) she says, Dwight, will you take my grandmother over somewhere else? And and Dwight just escorts this woman somewhere. Where are we going? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not the first time Dwight yeah. has escorted away old yeah. people.
1: And, and Dwight without blinking just, just helps. Um, but as he's talking to Helene, Helene says, Michael, your memory has failed you greatly. <laughs> and then that's doubled down with Carol. Mm-hmm. When he seeks out Carol, really, you didn't call my office. Uh, cause all that my assistant would say is that a former lover, of mine, <laughs> yeah. he would only describe <laughs> himself as a former lover. And <laughs> Michael's just
2: like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: When, uh, when he shows her his cold sore, uh, Ingrown she, hair. Yeah, ingrown hair. Uh, she says, oh, you know what? Yes, Michael, you do idealize things. Because she was going to give him the benefit of that. You know, we all do that. And then when he tells her that, she says, you know what, Michael? Yes, you do tend to, to idealize things. Yeah. And uh, like hearing that again and again, and then with Holly, for him to realize, no, like you're wrong. We didn't, I didn't make this up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is
2: really impactful, especially as she comes back later in the season. But, and I'd say Carol got the brunt of Michael's psycho tendencies oh, with yeah. the whole Photoshop oh, okay. family. Yeah. Is, bold yeah. right <laughs> is bold the right <laughs> word? Two quick notes about sex ed we, we'd be remiss to not mention. One, we also uh, Nate comes into the universe in that oh. episode as well with <laughs> yes. Dwight hiring the workers right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God Nate is there that day otherwise he wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> why, don't see, why don't we see more
1: of Michael and Nate interact? <sighs> I, I feel know, like we've missed, we've missed yeah. out
2: on that. I feel like they'd bit. have a little chemistry. Because yeah. like,
0: he was too busy growing this season yeah. to hang out with Nate.
2: And the other thing we get is in that, that's sort of the, one of the first feelings of season eight we start to get is when Andy leads the STD meeting. Mm-hmm. um, to like get everyone in to talk about it. And the way that Andy's like handling himself and talking to the whole group is very managerial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sort of like starts to set that up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, that's yes. right. And they yep. do, they do the whole list of pros and cons. that mm-hmm. just slowly becomes all, all pros. pros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Risk. We're going to add that to. Yeah. Pros. yeah.
0: <laughs> Episode five, we get the sting. This is where we meet, uh, Danny Cordray, uh, played by Timothy Oliphant. Um, Uh, Michael uh, left the sales game only to be reluctantly called back in. Um, You don't look reluctant. (laughs) (laughs) You kidding me? I don't have time for this. Um, And, uh, you know, they lose the sale. But in the end, Michael makes the sale that counts which is getting Danny Cordray as a traveling salesman, even though they already have ta- Todd Packer as a traveling salesman. Uh um about Packer. Thank goodness that problem takes care of itself a little later <laughs> this season. But um, I mean, what do we think in terms of growth for, for Michael in this episode?
1: So uh, as Alex and I were, you know, talking and prepping a little bit, we were talking about this episode. Maybe this is a filler episode, but really this is Michael as a salesman. Yeah. And, He's brought back in as this, he's, he doesn't doesn't involve himself in sales very much, but in the other, in the instances where he does make sales, you know, the last few seasons, he's shown to be a really great salesman. Mm -hmm. And in this moment he fails. Um, And it kind of, again, makes like another part of Michael's identity and Michael grows and what does he do? He goes out and he hires that guy. So Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of professional growth
2: there that I think is kind of interesting. This is Michael's calling card is, you know. Getting the guy who got all the guys, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a thousand guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he handles Dwight after right. Dwight's speech. That's how he gets Danny. He's yeah. like, "Why don't you work for us?" Mm-hmm. And he hits the way he does sell Danny, you know. And he's like, "There's your freedom." Like you know, like he hits all the points that Danny's concerned about, and uh, and we get him. Mm-hmm. We get that nice set of shoulders in the office. Mm-hmm. Got him. And one and one of the great bleep moments on the show too. Of <laughs> say hello to Danny. Fuck, fuck, fuck me, me. <laughs> <Kelly>. Hey, hey. <laughs> No, you know what? This is not some sort of construction site. Or all of Italy. And Meredith.
0: Sort of says. It feels he, more like a third date to me.
2: Doesn't he remind you of anyone?
1: He's like a better looking version of Andy. Thanks, Kevin. No, you know, like a, like a younger version of me. And Oscar says, it can be hard to judge ourselves. This isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, the next episode, episode Shout out six. Shout to David Wallace,
1: who also
2: says that to Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> hard to evaluate, evaluate ourselves sometimes, yeah. but yeah. I appreciate you trying. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Costume contest, episode six. This is where um, uh, you know, we got the costume contest happening in, uh, for the coupon book. But uh, Daryl has made the suggestion to corporate that uh, um, delivery drivers should be able to sell more paper. Like if you're dropping off a bunch of paper and they're like, oh, hey, can we get some more? They can make that sale. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Michael is, you know, thrown off by this because Daryl told him this idea. He didn't pass it on. Now all of a sudden they're doing it. So he wants to celebrate Daryl. Only to realize that Daryl went behind his back and he gets really mad. Went
1: over your head to go behind your back. Yeah. What is taking someone from behind? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. And then, when, of course, we get uh, Michael dressing up as Daryl, uh, happy Halloween jerk. Um, but
2: this is like when I would say from the previous episode, Michael as a salesman, this is Michael as a manager. Yeah. As far as dealing with an employee, and Michael's in the wrong here, but having to sort of. Bring some diplomacy in and figure out how to make it right, and then of course once he finds out what happens, you know he, he kind of goes back to the old Michael Scott mm-hmm. for a little bit there.
0: And I feel like Daryl kind of lets him get away with it in the end, like the the whole nonsense um, mm-hmm. solution that they come up with. With mm-hmm. uh, I will not budge
1: on the hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's an element of Michael not seeing everyone for what they are. Yeah, um, that he doesn't give Daryl enough credit. That yeah. he uh, continually sees him as the warehouse guy. Right.
2: Look at that picture that you drew. Yeah. You I know, mean, he's he's consistently I very dismissive. Daryl takes him to task on it, too. Like, yeah. I feel like when he really confronts him about it, he's like, all you've ever said was no to me. It's a very real moment. And I think Michael listens in that moment.
0: Yes. We're thinking. We're thinking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Friends so, fight. Friends fight. I, I, I kind of feel like a, like a Daryl eye roll in a um, talking head is owed after that meeting, mm-hmm. but... Like where he's just like what whatever,
1: <laughs> and there are a number of episodes where Michael sort of learns a lesson over the mm-hmm. course of the show. But you could you can summarize early episodes as kind of like it's whatever day in the office, and then Michael learns a lesson mm-hmm. to some extent. Like, yeah, but they they don't accumulate to anything in the way that this se- that they do in this season. So mm-hmm. maybe not every episode is this big overwhelming eureka moment, but it all. Ladders up to Michael's character development, yeah. his, where he is a goodbye Michael, but. Yeah. and he has a resolution.
2: Yeah, he he makes he has a resolution with Daryl by the end. Of course, Gabe is just there to be a wrench in the gears, but mm-hmm. you yeah.
0: uh, know, christening uh, episode seven. This is uh, where you know uh, CC's christening. Um, Michael is caught up in the community of church, yeah, and the the sense of community, and um, he likes you know the part where you say peace and shake everybody's hand and. Uh, he gets my notes
2: for this is Michael would be the best Christian.
0: ever. I guess so. Um, uh, but of course, uh, again, he takes it too far. Uh, he gets on the bus to go to Mexico with Andy, uh, Andy hops on because it seems like Aaron, uh, uh, really is impressed by this move that Michael does. So Andy hops on the bus too.
1: I wish I had a job I could just leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what she says. And uh, But then, of course, Michael realizes he's taken it too far again um, and uh, has them stop the bus in a moment of, okay. of growth, I guess. Stop the dang bus. <laughs> yeah. I hate that line.
2: <laughs> Do you hate that or the Kimishtanos line? More? I hate them both. Pick one. Don't, pick uh, one. Kimishtanos. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say... Gracias. <laughs> uh, there's
1: an element of uh, at the beginning. There's Michael having to verbally say, "I'm not the Godfather," as yes, far as being uh, a part of Jim and Pam's family. I'm sorry, Michael. And need to hear you say it. And and then uh, I'ma
0: shoot you in the head.
1: <laughs> there's a little bit of Michael saving the world in that too. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: you can't save the world and wanting, which we... the,
1: and wanting the attention and the right.
0: You know. Well, that's a fun run thing, mm-hmm. kind of, and it's Scott's thoughts thing.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it
1: feels so good to be back in a country that is movies <laughs> They've driven like 20 minutes down the road they listen Or 45 to Lake, minutes, yeah
0: They listen to Lake
2: Wobblegon, as Aaron calls it um, Can't believe they kept that in, too It's such a deep, deep cut Yeah, it's a very, joke, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, uh, Viewing parties, uh, episode 8 uh, We get everyone going over oh, to Oh, no, one
2: last note about Christening I want to say was When he takes everyone to task at the reception Oh, like, yeah. That's a, like that's, a big, all mean. that's a big Michael moment for me because I think, I mean, he's right in that moment. And when he sort of looks over and he sees Ryan like flipping the cup in his mouth and everyone's uh-huh. just sort of complaining and being yeah. gru- being grumpy. And it, it, you see, that's a very pure Michael Scott in that moment yeah. where he's like, well, we can do good. Like, we don't have to be these versions of ourselves. Like, I want to do good in the world. Why can't mm-hmm. we do stuff? Why can't we do good things together? Sure. I think that's all really honest from Michael. And of course, he expresses it in not a great way, but... In that moment, at least he's like, it's a little bit of a role reversal where yeah. instead of the whole office telling Michael, hey, you need to do better, it's yeah. it's, it's flipped around. Well, yeah.
0: after he like, you know, um, gave it to him like that, I guess they all decided to go see a movie together. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: And then he misses what, <laughs> but, yeah.
0: all he wants to so do. Maybe they bonded over it somehow. But would maybe they have gone a... to a
2: movie if Michael was there?
0: Yeah. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, I don't know. Hm. Um, uh, viewing party, we get everyone going over to Gabe's house to watch Glee. This is kind of a, I guess maybe a two part growth, uh, thing happening here. He kind of accepts, uh, Gabe maybe, but more, more so he becomes a father figure to Aaron in a weird way.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the the point of the episode is by the end it does have Michael in, in more of a fatherly role. Which is to say I mean, he's matured and like he's, he's he can see that now.
0: You know, and like maybe it's because Aaron's a late comer and or maybe it's because um he just yeah, I don't know. He he seems to be dismissive of Aaron mostly. Um and maybe this is a time when he finally just accept, like, thinks about her as a person, mm-hmm. and uh, and realizes that he can be at least a friend to her, um, <laughs> pretending to be a dad.
1: Mary kind of looks up to Michael. She looks to him. Yes, for he, she, she, and she like loves that. him. Yeah, and he he's so dismissive of her. She's Kind of a yeah. rube. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and it it is kind of nice to see him embrace her at the end of the episode and realize there's that moment where, uh, why do you need my approval? I'm not your dad. Yeah. And there's that unsaid sort of moment between them. Yeah. And then they start joking, uh, you know, I'll turn this car around. I hate your roof. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's yeah. right. I hate your car. That girl's gonna yeah. turn my hair gray. Yeah. And see to, to me, this whole episode is about Michael's age. Like mm. this is this episode is Michael coming to terms with how old he actually is. Right. Because so much we You're see not a little, in yeah. the show is him trying to
0: throw a tantrum
2: and people don't want to know oh, he doesn't want people to know how old he is. He's like oh uh, yeah, he's like fifty, like, like late forty. He's always trying to like be the young. Yeah, I want youth. And Why at least forty seven? If you want to say that, just <laughs> exactly. say forty seven. And he still sees himself as this like young, eligible bachelor for the mm-hmm. whole show. And this—that's what he's kicking against with Gabe—is like everyone's like, "Oh, Gabe's got a nice place. Oh, he's such an entertainer. He's young. He's so cultured. He—he he makes pizza and he has all this Japanese stuff. I wonder if someone in China's got a bunch of our stuff. Or someone in Asia's got <laughs> a bunch of our stuff. <laughs> uh, and so to me, that's the whole episode of Michael. Being jealous of Gabe, of everyone looking at Gabe like Mm -hmm. this young, cool bachelor, which Mm -hmm. Gabe is not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And but it does—that's all Michael sees. And by the end of it, he's like, you know what? I am older. Like I am—I am actually old enough to be someone's father. Yeah, and I'm not this young, cool bachelor that that I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so he pulls the plug on the cable.
0: Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess, yeah. And I guess for us, it's just that we get to see him pretending to be a dad. Is yes. foreshadowing to
2: yes. and becoming a dad. And he's like, I'm um, I'm this old now. Yeah. It's real.
0: Woof.com episode nine. This is uh, you know, of of course, now we're kind of focusing on Mike the Michael and Ryan relationship. It's amazing how each one of these episodes is kind of focuses on his relationship with one mm-hmm. individual person in the office. So
2: But they're so all about his relationship that, with himself. And Holly.
0: whoa, <laughs> But uh but yeah. Um uh Everyone uh, is upset that Ryan doesn't want to sell Wolf.com to Washington University uh, Public Health Fund. And um, Michael is the one who doesn't, it inspires him to do it in the end. right? He he, does, yeah, he doesn't get, like tell you know, him to. Nope. He, he doesn't tell him to. And he says something really thoughtful about Ryan um, and gives him the freedom to make the choice. And that's what Ryan... Ultimately decides, but I think for a long time, though, in this episode, we still get the old Michael being strung along by Ryan. He's excited for the ski retreat and all these
2: other things. That yes, his vision is, clear- is blurred by this yeah. this this investor ski weekend. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's interesting because early on, Michael is so. Michael and Ryan's dynamic is that Michael is really overwhelming Ryan with his attention and how highly he thinks of him and the fact that he's trying to switch clothes with him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're such a little spazzy boy. Uh, But then at at this point in the show, that's something that Ryan can really take advantage of without Mm -hmm. really considering Michael. And it takes Pam, it takes this whole thing and them, this group of people that are also involved that, that are stakeholders in this decision that Michael has to make. Mm -hmm. And Pam, Telling him that this way you feel about Ryan, it's only a one-way street. He doesn't feel that same way. Mm-hmm. And when he does try to talk to Ryan, he says, you know, we don't get dinner now. Mm-hmm. He says, well, what about tonight? I got to work on this. Yeah. So yeah. he he, he was- does continue to show faith in Ryan even when he shouldn't. But it does kind of wrap up that dynamic with Michael's life. He's mm-hmm. everything
2: I am and everything I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and the way it ends with him still still refusing to sell. It's not like it ends with Michael being like, you're right, let's sell. He says, no, like, you're like, like, let's, let's see what he can do. Let's actually see what he can do. And he says, you have nine days and he gives him a very direct parameter. Mm-hmm. And if Brian does not do well with that, we know like manage me when I want to be managed. Mm-hmm. And Michael takes that away from him and is like, yeah, do, do your thing. And pretty much immediately then we get the woof. We actually see woof in action. Finally, we get <laughs> Yeah, a hell of a mm-hmm. ride. Um yeah. so but yes yeah, so that it it is g- going from Michael who just wants to go on a ski trip with Ryan to yeah. uh to getting the money back
0: mm-hmm. that's the more important thing
2: and then being like oh thank god
0: <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 is china this is uh, where we get some uh, a focus on Oscar um, the evolution it, of Michael's brain Yes, I guess so <laughs> Sim,
1: This was a similar one where, where we were talking about how maybe this is filler or it's not Yeah But it is Michael actually trying to level up his intelligence a little bit
0: Yeah
1: And there's there's You're something right. to that, that he's actually showing an interest in growing himself
0: I think also there's a, a little bit of what we got nepotism to the office. We just see the office like respecting him like, I think they see him trying to defeat Oscar in this battle of intelligence. They're all kind of behind him in it. You know, Jim and, and them are not. There's no prank to Jim's involvement in this. Like, no. he genuinely wants him to beat Oscar. Yes. And uh, and then they all just let him win by just applauding whatever Michael says um so i think that that just just, reverts to patriotism yeah he
1: acts like a politician it's
0: just another way that like they're showing us that you know the whole office has come around to really love and respect michael and they're gonna miss him a lot when he's gone and not hate
2: him like they did in seasons one and two yeah Yeah. the episode's a good foreshadowing of sort of the current era of like the instant expert like Mm -hmm. i read one article and i know all i need to know about this entire Mm -hmm. topic and now I am the preeminent person to talk about and that. Michael
1: only reads that one article because the kid had the magazine that he wanted. <laughs> I know, I know.
2: <laughs> Highlights, probably. Yeah, yeah. He probably wanted to do a visual <laughs> maze or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Classy Christmas
0: is episodes 11 and 12. This is where we get Holly finally making her return. Um, uh, Michael, they're going to have a great Christmas party. Michael's in a... Like classic Santa suit Mm -hmm. at the top of the episode. Everyone seems happy. Stanley, uh, you know, they got the cookies that he likes. um, uh, But he throws the whole party out. It's all got to be fresh and new for Holly. So we get classy Christmas when he learns that she's still dating AJ, which, you know, he kind of assumed that she would break up with him because she doesn't stay together with, she didn't stay together with him when she moved away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's really upset. He throws Woody in the garbage and dumps coffee on him. (laughs)
2: uh but then (laughs) just when you put that next to him cutting holly's sleeve off just the impulsive things he does around holly's desk (laughs) yeah, so funny yeah
0: um but then The,
1: the combination of throwing the garbage and throw coffee on him
0: yeah i think though that uh you know he learns um you know i think that he's uh caught off guard by holly's really emotional reaction to it and maybe Mm -hmm. he feels a little bit bad but he's able to come back and say you know that it's you know it's not fair and then the whole office takes his uh, his side or at least kevin does um (laughs) and so holly is kind of left to consider his feelings um but then michael does turn around and and tries to clean woody up and
1: uh he does dress up as santa for jada Yes, After trying to be this this classy the take on.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Da, Daryl's uh, daughter is in the office. Shout right. out to
2: Angela hemming Michael's pants I know. <laughs> when it pans down yeah. after the talking yeah. head. She says, "Stop moving your calves so much while you talk," which I think is such a. She's funny. the head of accounting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he makes her do the most ridiculous stuff. I
1: think too. I mean, similar to the the way we talked about nepotism and counseling, this is a setup a little bit. It yeah. brings Holly back into the fold, but but Michael has all these like he has to wait, he has to. He has to play it right. It doesn't just happen as no. soon as they're back in the same yeah. office. Right, right. Um,
0: well, we get the ultimatum the next episode where um, Ollie tells some of the people in the office that she's going to say, you know, hey, either we need to get married or, or you know, we can't be to stay together. And then when they come back from the new year, she's still together with him. And, um, and uh, you know, of course, <laughs> we get Michael. Taking this out on Creed and Kevin mm-hmm. <laughs> the, by forcing Kevin to eat broccoli uh, and forcing Creed to do a uh, a cartwheel, and then but then you get this amazing scene where um, he wants Holly to be present for him, apologizing to Creed and Kevin, but he's really apologizing to her and telling her how how he feels. I you you are. You. What does he say? You. You are very large in my heart. You. You're heavy. You in loom. My, very you, large in my heart. Yeah, you loom large in my heart, and I cross the line. Uh, I love
1: that Creed just says, "I don't know if I'm there yet." Boss.
0: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna somersault around, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the seminar is maybe another filler episode, fourteen, um, but you do get some of Holly and Michael joking around, right? They're not in a, they're not in a relationship at the, it, it, during this episode. Yeah, it's just so.
1: more em- evidence of their chemistry and their connection. Yeah. And yeah, and and at the end when Michael tries to go for the kiss yes. and she says I should get back. He just yeah. says I don't know. It's a fun day.
0: Yeah, he ta- yeah he doesn't let that ruin the day. He's like, it's, okay, it was still still a positive, and he inspires Andy to close mm-hmm. on this sale that he can't. Uh,
1: it's a little reminiscent that moment with Holly of uh, the company picnic episode in season five. Yep, where uh, he's like, I think we have a long story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, when Holly covers up the how Woody got his stain. Yeah, to so AJ, oh. I mean that's the big where it's like, okay, Holly's complicit. She's like, she's with Michael now for mm-hmm. sure. Like the way I know. Because she, she had a chance to just basically throw Michael under the bus there, but yeah. definitely
0: didn't. <laughs> the search is where we get uh, Holly um, searching for Michael and somehow has like a sixth sense uh, knowing what to to Tap into is. your
1: common mind, what <laughs> Dwight says. Yeah, they, I love that because Michael is going on Walkabout uh, without his phone or wallet, mm-hmm. and the three people that go out to find him are Holly, uh, his, his uh, eventual wife, the receptionist played by Aaron in this moment, but... Uh, he has it. Always has uh, a unique relationship with the receptionist, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dwight. So the three of them together, and the idea is like, who's going to have the most insight into where Michael will be, into how Michael thinks? And the answer is Holly. She's yeah. able to kind of predict his different moves. Really, you don't think he'd walk by that bakery just for the smell? <laughs> <laughs> just for the smell of it. And uh, yeah. there's it's it's funny how they they trail and they follow that. Um, and I just I love that it ends with them on the
2: rooftop.
0: Yeah. With a with a very uh, romantic kiss, mm-hmm. um, that Aaron witnesses briefly. A lot um, of rooftop romance in the office yeah. over
2: the course mm-hmm. of the
0: series. <laughs> yeah, and I love too that it just they go right into it because the next episode is this, is uh, the search, yeah, which oh, I think is still. The, oh, this is the search. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, the next episode is PDA.
2: We breezed <laughs> over the seminar, but we can go
0: straight to PDA. I, I, I mean, yeah. like well, I said, wasn't that much to cover. Seminar, yeah. seminar wasn't yeah. too yeah. much to cover. But uh,
2: PDA... My name which is, is Mykonos. Yeah. Shout out to Mykonos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one, one last character. So he's amazing. very
1: similar to a character I play called Spiros. <laughs> all all about, the about the ladies. All yeah. about the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean. Our favorite movie is Greece, or as we like to call it, <laughs> home. home. My big fat wedding. <laughs> Um, practice
1: Olympics uh,
0: PDA I, I don't know this is just a, more of just Michael and uh, well we get Michael and Holly saying that they love each other at the end of this episode well,
1: yes and they also have to confront the fact Gabe it makes them confront the fact that Holly might have to go back to Nashua yeah. when Toby is no longer on the jury for the Scranton yeah. Strangler and he says uh, there are three there are three possible options number one you're doing uh, MDMA street name ecstasy uh mm-hmm. number two you're trying to fit in an entire relationship before holly has to go back to Nashville. number three um what is it you're advanced in your age and so yeah you're not experiencing things the same way yeah <laughs> the, like that bedroom. one yeah. yeah that's it number yes, three Number three yeah. <laughs> when they both know it was number two yeah yeah but yeah it forces them to uh confront that reality about the relationship michael does say that he loves her she says that she, she loves him back, and Michael expresses his frustration with the office policies on PDA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, we get Threat Level Midnight, which we mentioned before. is really just not, not only just such a fun episode to watch the, the segments of Threat Level Midnight, um, but uh, we get Michael learning that he should learn to laugh at himself. And uh, and remember that the most important things are are the real things in his not in his life and not the uh, the book that he's never going to write or the HBO mm-hmm. special that he's never going to film.
2: Here I go again. There's this da, da, da. He sort of learned this episode before when Jim kind of shows him that like, hey, if you make fun of yourself, people respond to that. And then he too far. Yeah. Then he overshares. <laughs> uh, so he does it again here. Uh, they used to
1: call me ponytail because that time I got my ponytail caught in a power drill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the imagery of that really good, <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, no this this one is like there's a certain there's a different level of angst and anxiety when you when you show something you show people something you've been working on that's creative mm-hmm. that you haven't shown people before mm-hmm. and all you want is for people to like it and people do like it but not in the way he intended it is it is Michael has to readjust like you know what the the goggles that I see the world with are not the same as everyone else's and that uh, you know what. I, maybe I struck gold. Maybe this is actually really funny instead of what I thought it was. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and then he sort of becomes like the lead like, by the end of the episode. Like he's the one making jokes while they're watching. Yeah.
1: He's laughing the most about how they got disqualified from the state playoffs yeah, because they right. interrupted the hockey game. Yeah. Like, it wasn't right. good. It was bad. Like, yeah. I was, I, <laughs> <laughs> those kids
2: work so hard.
1: <laughs>
0: Another time well, that he ruins kids' dreams.
2: And I think too,
1: when he yeah. talks to Holly. He says, this is my dream. And she says, this is your dream. This is the first time I've ever heard about it. Yes. And he has to realize that like those, these things that he's been holding on to in his imagination, the book, the movie, the special, they aren't real. In the same yeah. way that Holly is real. Really? You can't think of one thing that you've got? You know, <laughs> I'm real. Yeah. You're a real pain in
0: the ass. <laughs> Next we get Todd Packer. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I called you a pain in the ass. I love you and I'm angry. <laughs> uh, love you too, <laughs> Todd Packer. Uh, episode 18. We get um, uh, Michael finally moving on from his old friend, who no one you know who he should not be friends with, mm-hmm. um, and Holly really is able to. Uh, is able to explain that to him while she uh, puts off taking the ant farm back to the annex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> goodness, it just so, it's just so—it's got to be done.
0: <laughs> Someone just needs to do oh,
2: it. I think the ants are eating each other.
0: <laughs> um, uh, garage sale, though, uh, is I wanted to definitely talk about because this is the proposal episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you've got, I missed the line too, that Michael's like, somebody tries to buy his Bowflex and he's like, dude, that's a, that was a prop in my movie. <laughs> it's like what? Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if there's a big learning lesson here. He decides that he wants to propose to her. Um, she, uh, and, and coincidentally simultaneously, right. She is realizing that she needs to move back to Colorado. Yeah. Um, and when Michael learns that, uh, he doesn't, I mean, you know, she starts to kind of propose to him and he shuts it down, um, which is really shocking to her. And then, but only to turn around and launch right into his proposal, which was, I assume he got a lot of help from Pam (laughs) on that because somebody had to run to several stores and buy all (laughs) the candles that they have. (laughs) <laughs> and serenity by Pam. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, I hope those weren't serenity by Jane. So that would be
1: the, as a contributing factor. There's that conversation that Michael and Holly have where they say, what if it wasn't up to the company, our future, they mm-hmm. don't dictate that like where we are and who, mm-hmm. where we get to be. So yeah. there is something kind of freeing that they don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to get moved around or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. So it does lead to them, and then Michael, that opens the door for Michael to realize that Holly is his future and the rest of his life and he can leave the office mm-hmm. uh, behind. Everything that entails, including uh, <laughs> Todd Packer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but let's go to the proposal. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. so we get um, Michael walking Holly through all the places in the office where um, they had a, some special moment that they shared, um, including when <laughs> she got... She was so surprised by how Meredith was prostituting herself for how bad, yeah, and Holly
2: still has a bit of a twinge of like, yeah, yeah, you can tell she's like,
1: all right, <laughs> he'll love it's that. not like, a you cute the cutest story. little look about how wrong you thought that was yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. um
0: uh, and then we get, and then so I gotta bring up that when we were watching this uh right before they walked into the break, the kitchen, um where everyone's holding candles, Alex, you went uh. I hate this proposal. <laughs> yeah, I do.
2: I hate it. <laughs> what? What? I just break it down. It's so weird. It is weird. It's very awkward. Just <laughs> honest. If it was just straight into the room with candles, you know, that's great. But this thing with everyone else asking her to marry it is asking them to marry her is strange. It just weirds me out, and I, it's off-putting to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's when
1: real- is this in an office where we get involved in everyone else's personal lives? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: Uh yeah I agree I think uh, it's really really great once they make it to the annex um yes that one little <laughs> that part I is that I like
2: cringy. yeah that I like yeah uh, although I, don't know. Ma- I think it's fun I like although it. although Michael's <laughs> comments as
0: they go along they're really funny like easy that, no yeah, games yeah. the, the right. commentary is funny that marriage would be a sham <laughs> from the start
2: that yes. guy's got more than enough to handle as it is that was the only
0: one <laughs> I was worried about
2: that would be hot I would pay to see that Yeah. 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 Um only one that I was kind of worried about, when <laughs> Ryan. <died. laughs> uh
0: yeah, and then so so Michael, so obviously she f- has figured out what this is all about. Uh Michael sits uh, like he says this is where it all started be- referencing the time when they were building the chair together. Um and so he like goes to sit down on the floor and she goes right with him and um you know, he starts to kind of launch into a serious proposal which is interrupted by the sprinklers. And he does the Yoda voice instead, uh, and then he announces to everyone that they're moving to Colorado. All, all of, of us,
2: us? <laughs> 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 the purest lion on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so quick. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> he's ready to go, man. Yeah. He's he's packed. Um,
0: any? I mean, any other comments on the on the proposal before?
2: I mean, at this point in the season, this is getting Michael out the door. You yeah, know, it's the last few oh, episodes. Yeah. So let's. Let's tie them up. Let's get into Michael's last day. I think we could probably go right to goodbye Michael a little yeah, bit. Cause and again,
0: because you, you got training day and you got Michael's last Dundies, but I will talk about I mean, all I think
2: that. Yeah. What
1: it is is Michael has made this decision. And then in training day and Michael's last Dundies, there's there are moments where Michael struggles with giving up his power, giving up yes. the influence that he has over the office and how Aaron answers the phone and Jim has to say to him, "Hey man, you decided to leave. That was your decision. Yeah. You know yeah. that we got to do this. He's our new boss." Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Michael really has to come to terms with that and that's that's the whole thing where he's made that decision and he's got his like two weeks kind of yeah. where this new guy is coming in and he's going to see what the office looks like mm-hmm. without him. Um, but then, yeah, that sets up good by Michael. Yes. And it's sealed with the backwards yeah. hug, of course. Why and did that, you have to be so good? <laughs> yeah, well, Part of the DeAngelo. reason we're glossing over these a little bit is because we did D'Angelo in the office. Yes. Uh, not that long ago.
2: Yes. So and, Michael's, back and, and Michael's last Dundies. Yeah. dundies, yeah. dundies yeah. And mm-hmm. um,
0: I will say too, that what's set up in those episodes is that Dwight has kind of been passed over. Right. Yes. He is upset. Comes back into the plot. He's literally not there for when they sing um, to Michael in the Mm -hmm. conference room because he got out of the car and got into a full sprint on the on the highway.
2: He is in a full full sprint. (laughs) You are Uh, quite a character.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah. So that takes us to. So that. So Michael's last Dundies ends with you know things are not wrapped up with Dwight. So that takes us into Goodbye Michael. Uh which opens with Michael and Dwight, uh Michael is up on the roof uh, wearing the cowboy boots um, getting used to getting the used to the altitude, and Dwight brings him some rocky mountain oysters um as a punishment. I
2: cut them <laughs> off fresh this morning. Uh, I love it when he starts eating them later in the conversation yeah, yeah. too as a snack yeah uh michael in a
0: in a, also in another moment where he seems all of a sudden more grown up um than he or self aware than he was before this is like Zen Michael in yeah, this episode. He's, yeah, he's able to pivot the conversation from being about how the job is not his to give for the manager position. And uh let's talk about bears in Colorado, which uh, Dwight is always excited to talk about. But this
1: is this is one of my favorite episodes. I It's really good. I, I took it pretty early in our episode draft. Mm-hmm. Uh and oh, yeah. it's the fact that Michael like acknowledges all these different characters in the ensemble and talks about his relationship with them and revisits different things from the from the season, like the Baylor. Uh, it's just, it's really... Baylor? Really, yeah. It's one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, catch you guys on the flippity flip.
1: And we see the way that his growth has developed in terms of the way that he lapped, like he gives Oscar that, that terrible little doll Mm -hmm. and then it's he laughs about it and he's right he's so aware that oscar doesn't think much of him
0: which i will say that that particular talking head still for me is one of those moments that we've discussed that seem out of character we've talked about out of character moments before yes that one still feels funny to me but i get what they're trying i mean but obviously i get what they're trying to say Mm -hmm. that even you know he's even realized that uh, he's okay with it he's ready to go yeah. he's ready to leave it all yeah. behind he doesn't care
2: yeah. the so. letter that he gives to Dwight and seeing Dwight read it is still really touching always mm-hmm. still gets to me yeah the paintball game the mm-hmm. paintball game it's just it's really it's so well done yeah it's so well done and so, then, and, the, and, and the scene with Jim still makes me tear up a yeah, little bit yeah. every time mm-hmm. one thing we should mention is we watched so much of this on Peacock or all of it on
1: Peacock right and uh, the Goodbye Michael episode is really supersized there's a ton of extra it's stuff it's a two-parter it's a two-parter and it's extra stuff that you, you, you might be, if you've been watching on Netflix a lot, and um, at, or you had been watching on Netflix a lot, you might be able to pick up on a lot of it, but a lot of it's really subtle. It's extended scenes that were cut down to like make the episode fit a certain There's time. There's a minute.
0: whole scene that I actually really enjoyed about how they start having a meeting about cake, oh, which yeah. cake to get for Michael, <laughs> and they don't invite Kevin And Kevin's really upset that they wouldn't invite. And then he goes to Angela and he's like, "I know what you did. You had a, you held a meeting about cake without even inviting me." And she's like, "I was omitted." Yeah, I was omitted. And, And Angela's like, "Didn't Michael just tell you not to be a caricature?" And he was like, "Oh, right." I'm not going to be a caricature. And so he goes and sits down. I actually really like that. And that one in
1: particular...
2: You is- think that I would let this happen again? <laughs> no way,
1: Jose! In particular, that's a deleted scene. Yeah. But the way that they were able to cut it back into the episode... It was great. was really great. And then like the fact... Some things, they don't work as deleted scenes. Like Michael talking to Ryan about the neon sign and that just having it be a longer... Part mm-hmm. of the episode mm. doesn't necessarily work as a deleted scene. So, yeah. I, Are you I really, seizures? It. <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah,
2: <Mommy! laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, um, uh, and then uh, you know, we saw David Wallace has a phone call with oh, Michael yeah, where right. he's just going on and on and on about how he should not leave Dunder Mifflin, should not move to Colorado, make some
1: disparaging it's comments, just about one Colorado. big REI, but then Michael yeah. just hangs up
0: on him. So, I think that's also
2: another moment. True. of true, we see. Yeah. David assumes Michael's been fired. Right. <laughs> yeah, He's like, no, I'm, really, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, and then and then, really, I mean, to finish it off... Uh, well, okay, I guess... Wait, we, he, he absolutely leaves Gabe in tatters, though. <laughs> he, yeah, he so triples, my God. Because he starts tripling up on the goodbyes, so he has Creed and Meredith and Gabe. Yeah. And, and then Gabe lingers around, and he has a comment about, "Here's you know what you should do, Gabe? She puts a little cover-up on your Adam's apple. And it's so... <laughs> it's, Gabe, Gabe is Lee's just like stunned, just absolutely <laughs> distraught. Well, because
1: Gabe is all all hung up on uh, the fact that Aaron and Nanny might start dating right. again. Yes, yeah. and Michael winks at him
2: like he gave him the greatest advice ever. Like, yeah, there you yeah. go,
0: man. Yeah. Oh man, but then of course, um, oh, and then I, I also want to point out too when they ask him where he's moving to, he says Mountain Ten. Uh, Kevin says sounds beautiful, um, and then he has to g- he he gets pretty r- worked up at this point. He's getting really afraid and he makes that phone call to holly that makes him feel better right away you so yes force yeah <laughs> so so that's really great because it gets rid of any doubt that he's ready to move on yeah um, as scary as a leap it is yeah holly is the most important thing he's yet. okay with it and it's gonna be okay so she'll pay the rent so we <laughs> <laughs> so she he has his moment with jim jim figures out that this is what's going on <laughs> because he starts crying he starts doing ping while crying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michael doesn't know what to do in the moment. Yeah. He just goes with ping. Yeah, And everyone groans except for Cavalier. who says,
2: oh, yes. And Stanley <laughs> yeah. leaves. And it's like, oh, man, you Jim, messed that one up.
0: Jim knows what this means. Um, and so uh, Jim has this great moment with him where he says, you know, tomorrow we'll go get lunch. And I'll tell you what a great boss you've been. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, we also get this near miss with Pam um, until she... Uh, Presumably bought a ticket at the airport and made it
1: through she security. She gets through security somehow. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and says goodbye to him and hangs out and watches his plane leave. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Uh, we get uh, Michael taken off the mic and saying that's what she said
1: uh, with no sound. That's right. Um, yeah. And then as soon as Michael is gone and we have that really nice, that moment of Pam watching the airplane fly away, cuts back to the office the next day. With just the, the yes. like chaos tornado that is D'Angelo <laughs> and him barehanding the cake, throwing it into the garbage, yelling at it. No. And then Jim just turns to Dwight and says, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> and we don't know where the show is going. So a really great episode. And it's the exit of Michael Scott. Um, I just, I really love the way that the show treats Michael's exit.
2: I think so. It does. And and it's, again, all this stuff we've talked about, it's not like Michael becomes perfect by the end at all, or he's learned every lesson he needs to. It's just that he's at least confronted everything and he's ready to move on with his life. And he does.
0: I think it's so great. I mean, they knew he was leaving. They treated the entire season as, as you said before, a runway to him leaving. And I thought it was done it's, it's watching it again and and focusing on that part of it i think it's done perfectly yeah. It just it doesn't feel too rushed um it doesn't even feel too cheesy for all these lessons that he's learning every episode it, mm-hmm. i think it was really great
2: great scott <laughs> it's one of the i mean yeah i mean he's one of the best tv characters of all time yes all and time. this is you know this whole season is such a fitting send-off and um I'm so glad glad yeah. it happened. You know, Yeah. I mean,
0: it, it it makes you think about like, you know, how they dealt with like Andy coming and going later and like, you know, how they could never really get a handle on that, that they were able to say, okay, you know, we, we have a goal this season and that's to get mm-hmm. Michael And you can out.
2: tell, I mean, the writing yeah. is so tight in season so tight, seven yeah. and it's, it's cause like all the writers have the same common goal, which is like, you know, we got to send off Michael this season. Mm-hmm. They do a great job. Well done mm-hmm. all around. Mm hmm. And
1: then, I mean, you can look at season eight and season nine where they don't have the same sort of organizing force no. mm-hmm. in terms of the plot
2: threads and where it goes.
0: But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I think it's time for. Uh,
2: we'll we'll do an episode eventually, probably later later on about Goodbye oh, Michael, just to yeah. just to talk mm-hmm. going into every and the rest of season and, seven and that say, we say goodbye to Michael, past, but yeah. yeah, yeah. For now, it's yeah. goodbye Michael.
0: Yep. All right. Conference room. Five minutes.
2: Conference room. Five minutes. All right, for today's conference room, uh, given as we are as we mentioned, we're here at a winery here in the beautiful wine country in Oregon. Actually, we're near a town called Dundee, mm-hmm. Oregon. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Dundees. <laughs> yeah. But we figured while we're here, let's do a little bit of wine pairings with our beloved office characters. Yeah. Right? Figure out what I know, kind of I know. wine they're drinking and and it's not like by the way we don't want to sound like oh, we're here in a vineyard like we yeah. don't we're not like wine big wine people no anything, we're gonna get but. into vintages and soil <laughs> yeah. and some of those things so you know I know that we have a lot of wine connoisseurs uh, yes. as listeners we're so. giving every character the same wine but every character gets a different vintage year <laughs> yes. so we're gonna be really exact well and no, you guys no, are no. bigger wine
1: connoisseurs it. than myself so I'll lean on you sort for of, a little sort bit of, sort of that. no no we're gonna have fun
0: with this this is a good one I am we, Sean's a beer okay. I'm a beer connoisseur <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, So we so we actually we talked about this uh, last night when we got here, but we we were like we didn't really write down the list exactly, so we'll just sort of have yeah, to remember yeah. this list together. We were just spitball what type of t- type of a wine every character is. Mm-hmm. So the, we'll start. We guess we can start with the easy ones. Mm-hmm. We talk. Well, we can start with Dwight, who's beet wine, right? Beet <laughs> wine, <yes, laughs> wine. Yes. Which we were like, can you make wine out of beets? And <laughs> technically, it's a sugary. It, is it, is yeah, it, I guess yeah. yeah, it can produce a sugary liquid, which right. will ferment into wine, beet so. cider, maybe <laughs> some <laughs> yeah. sort of beet cider. <laughs> yeah. white. I'm not yeah. interested
1: in anything I have to make myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Yeah, Kevin.
0: Kevin was uh, jug of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> jug of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> jug yeah. of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: or chocolate
0: wine, as we've. Uh, oh, we have chocolate. <laughs> oh my God, we <laughs>
2: have chocolate, chocolate wine. Chocolate wine. Chocolate
0: wine is a real thing it that we have tasted before, and it yes. is.
2: Oh, what is, okay, and Oscar has the line about like this uh, running Spanish uh, reds. Spanish reds. And like, Thai food. Yes. <laughs> on, this
1: calculator runs on Thai food and Spanish reds. Yeah. yeah. So we'll
2: say, we'll say, yeah, Oscar is a Spanish red, which makes yes. Robert California a uh, Colombian white. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. Kelly was a wine cooler, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, what
1: else? Uh, we had Meredith. Uh, was- oh, was Yes, Box course. wine? Yes, yeah, Franzia, a bag of yeah. Franzia. Big, the big Meredith. bag.
2: Yeah, slap bag.
1: Um, Aaron was a uh, sparkling cider. Yeah. Or
2: Martinelli's. Yeah. Martinelli's, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. Oh, well, what, G-
0: Jim's like a Pinot Noir or I something think, like that? Just, I think you just
2: put Jim and Pam together as Yellowtail Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> Yellowtail Chardonnay. Just like something from your yeah. world. You know, yeah, Jim uh, might be like your house red. Just yeah, house red, house white. There you go yeah. for the two of them. Works for everybody. Uh, Angela is a church wine of some sort. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, you even though she's it, not Catholic, it, yeah, it's from a church
0: communion Com- wine. Yeah, she'll mm-hmm. take
2: it. Oh, I, I said Ryan. Ryan is a celebrity wine label, oh, like yeah. uh, oh, like the and, Snoop Dogg yes, one. Or? <laughs> yes, and so I actually looked into this before we started recording, and I picked I picked the right one, I think, which is. <laughs> The Dave Matthews Dreaming Dreaming Tree 2011 <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh, my God. So he's specifically the yeah. Dave Matthews label <laughs> of wine there, the Dreaming Tree. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I think we had, uh, and uh, of course Michael Scott. Uh, oh, yes, Michael Scott was uh, was champagne. The champagne? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the bottle of champagne that nearly blew off my hand.
2: Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's, that's Sean the, had a that like happened over New Year's champagne Do you want to, to
1: talk about that?
0: Uh, I tried to. You uh, there's something called sabering. You champagne. She tried to, du- to dunder mifflin. Yeah, saber. You, it's like yeah. a party trick. You can <laughs> yeah. cut the top off the, of a champagne bottle. Uh, and uh, but this one exploded into a, a bunch of glass. I got some stitches. Is a fun story. Fun way to ring in uh, 2021.
2: Luckily, Christian Slater was there to heal your wound. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As a as a spokesman for Saber. Yeah. Yeah. The finest That's printers right. and all in one
1: machines Korea can make. And yeah.
2: the, the blood mixed with the champagne. It was a beautiful rainbow that you then tasted. <laughs> I did not. You ever tasted a rainbow? <laughs> Saber. You will. Saber. You will. Oh, that's great. Rubs. Oh, nice. Gabe is sake, of course. Yeah, nice. oh, yeah. of course. Rice wine. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Techni- it's sake is not technically rice wine, oh, but yeah. uh, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, sorry, wine I haven't is, been to Japan. <laughs> wine is from grapes, but it's similar process yeah. with yes. rice. Uh, oh, Creed. <laughs> Uh, prison wine, maybe, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mixed
0: in a toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
2: that was. I don't think. And they, did we did miss Andy? To- oh, Andy.
0: Andy. Uh, Andy
2: might be like a nice, a nice yeah, he, pretentious wine. Sure, right? sure. Something from his parents' cellar.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There might be a Bernard. There's probably a Bernard Vineyard somewhere. They probably. I imagine. Yeah. We'll assume there's maybe a Bernard vintage.
0: What about Stanley? Stanley has a, has a glass, oh, yeah. of, red has a glass with, of red wine. Oh, yeah, Stanley has a glass
2: of red wine for the antioxidants. Stanley's not a specific wine. He's a <laughs> state of mind, which is red wine in a bathtub. Yeah. That's Ooh. Stanley. Yes. The yes. state of being, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, Phyllis? Oh, the chilled... A chilled vino verde, uh, oh, from chilled, Portugal? By, chilled by Vance Refrigeration. That's right. Yeah, that's right, go. Yeah, that's right. Bob and Phyllis have to have
1: wines that are refrigerated. And they mm. went to they Portugal. went to
2: Portugal. So yeah, some port, some chilled port, mm-hmm. in a in a beautiful Vance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Toby
1: is a Chateau, Chateau Margaux '95. Yes, of course. <laughs> from Pool party. That's right. He is Bacchus's friend.
2: Notes of persimmon. Notes it's a symphony. It's a symphony. All right, we got Meredith. We got. I guess we got is that everyone? Nate?
0: Oh Nate is uh, Nate's just, the cheese that Nate, goes with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Nate is just grape soda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> wine flavored <Fanta>. gum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we got everyone, right? So, oh yeah. Daryl, we that's didn't that's get Daryl. Daryl. Oh
0: Daryl. Oh Daryl. Oh, man. He'd be he might actually drink
2: Dar- Cabernet? <laughs> yeah, ooh, a yes. Cabernet, yeah. Or a Pinot Noir? Much like he's, much like he tips his hand when he's listening to the overture for Andy's mm-hmm. play, mm-hmm. But I think he's got a, a whole level of sophistication we don't know about. And mm-hmm. I would, yes, yeah, so he's probably a nice, like yeah. a nice Pinot Noir yeah, as well, yeah. nice, a nice, uh, nice wine, nice Cab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go, top shelf. Mm-hmm.
1: Well,
0: yeah, there you top go, shelf. there you have it. And and I mean, I guess to wrap up this conference room and to wrap up this uh, retreat because this is our first first episode that we're going to put out, but the last one that we've made. We we actually watched. We've been Sean? here all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, true. it's true. It's uh, true. Sorry, it was a secret, I
2: guess. So but... we, yeah, this episode, <laughs> but it was,
0: but you know, we, <laughs> we, <had> a... <laughs> so it wasn't a secret. Okay. <laughs> but yeah,
2: we got uh, three episodes done here, so those yeah. will be coming up the next three weeks, and then by the time we start recording again, you guys will have the nicer microphones. Mm-hmm. We're gonna sound better. Mm-hmm. 2021, our year.
0: Um, as always, it's really great to watch the show with you guys because yeah. we haven't, we haven't, I mean, we really haven't hung out in
1: person yeah since March yeah in person yeah.
0: yeah so like we did do
2: one outdoor happy hour yeah at some point
0: mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you know it was really just nice to to hang out and watch the show with people again
1: it feels good to talk about th- to do the show in person again that feels really yeah. good like yeah. there's an energy yes. that's hard to replicate yeah.
0: and and we'll go zoom. we'll go back to the zoom after this which put was, on some
2: sweatpants yeah. pour mm-hmm. a tall glass of wine <laughs> watch The Office with you guys it was, yeah it was great pleasure mm-hmm and spilled a giant pot of chili again. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't, <laughs> but you did cook some great steaks.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, last night. Oh, thank
2: you. Proud of you. Thank you. Real proud yeah,
0: it's good. Well, all right. Let's do. Michael, uh, do
2: I would like your man meat.
0: <laughs> This is a long one. So we're just going to say thank you guys so much for listening and uh, hit us up. If you have uh, any uh, uh, questions or comments you'd like uh, for us to play on the show, you can leave us a message 503-694-9314. You can email us MS podcast company at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott podcast company. And we have a website, Michael Scott pod.com. Um, join us on Patreon five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's tot of the show bonus mailbag episode every month where we answer all patreon questions um and uh you help support the show help us get some new equipment um uh, especially now that we all have home studios <laughs> which we need to outfit um uh, and a portion of that uh, always goes to the thurgood marshall college fund special thanks to all of our scots tots and to ryan lloyd who helps us with our social media and designs our artwork uh, this episode was recorded at Beacon Hills Winery and Vineyard. Uh, near out in
1: Gaston. Near Gaston, Oregon.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Uh, it makes doing the show so worthwhile uh, to interact with everyone um, and to get your input, your questions, your takes, uh, your submitted trivia. It really it really means a lot to us. Uh, we always really appreciate it. So thank you as always. Um, and stay tuned for a couple more episodes to come out of this uh these couple of days, but uh, thank you for listening. Take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week.
2: Let Very me stop bad. you right there. Okay. And leave. <laughs> <laughs> I guess
0: that's how we're ending. Stop we're it keeping today. it. We're keeping it. Damn tonight.
2: it! I missed the that button. That was so good. That was yes, so good, sir. <laughs> that was so good. Nine million nine hundred eighty-six
1: thousand minutes. That's how many minutes that you've worked here
0: in costumes and impressions. In meetings,
1: in cups of coffee, for birthdays, more meetings and email for you made us read. 9,986,000 minutes,
0: that's like watching Die Hard 80,000 times.
1: You hit me with your car, you help me get off drugs, I watch you when you sleep, I forgive you for kissing me.